The school year can bring unexpected challenges for families and their teenagers. If you're looking for support, Meridel Achievement Center can help. They empower your teen with the tools to manage depression, anxiety, anger, trouble at home or school, or with signs of autism. Meridel Achievement Center helps the whole family see and feel lasting results. You know your teen is capable of great things. Help them today. Most insurances and TRICARE accepted. Learn more at Meridel.com. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-L-L.com. Fargo, the new virtual assistant from Wells Fargo, makes banking faster and easier. Like this. Fargo, what's my checking account routing number? And this. Fargo, uh, turn off my debit card. And this. Fargo, what did I spend on groceries last month? And that's just the beginning. Do you, Fargo? You can in the Wells Fargo mobile app. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash getfargo. Terms and conditions apply. Your mobile carrier's availability and message and data rates may apply. Wells Fargo Bank and a member of DIC. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. That's stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. This is our single storm podcast. probably heard the term lawfare and some of you might might be questioning what exactly does that mean what when somebody says uh, the left is undertaking lawfare what does that mean and what does it mean for me well let me give an example the lawfare being lodged against president trump what why are they doing this well they're doing it to make sure that he can't get into positions of power and authority again they're doing it to stomp on his message they're doing it to send a message to the rest of us if we can get trump what do you think we're going to do to you for opposing us on the left as you all know the case that came down out of new york uh, was a travesty a judgment against president trump that can only be uh, looked at as a complete miscarriage of justice not only that it is the complete politicization of of our justice system to to basically silence one's political opponents either out of sheer hatred or making sure that your opponents don't have the ability to maintain an opposition to you. It's a, it's a weaponization of government on a level we have never seen in this country before. And in this liberty-loving Latino's opinion, we don't stop this now. We may never be able to save this country. And I don't want to be misunderstood here. I, this isn't about President Trump. This, this isn't about those who are being targeted by lawfare. It's the practice. If we start accepting, well, yeah, the left wing is going to weaponize um, the law. And every single time you disagree with a left winger, you're going to find yourself in, yourselves impoverished or in jail for disagreeing with a, with a left winger. Folks, it's the predicate of criminalizing conservatism and opposing leftists that I'm that I'm speaking out against here. And apparently I'm not the only one. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. But Katie Turr over at MSNBS actually with the first sign that I can tell folks that maybe the left wing thinks they've gone 
too far against President Trump. They, they, they recognize, whoa, we go down this road, we're not America anymore. Katie Turr on MSNBS on Friday after this ruling came down, she questioned the fairness of this. Because remember, this whole case inside of New York has no victim. Has As a matter of fact, everybody profited off of what happened here. Judge and Goron, this leftist who was from the very beginning mugging for the camera and saying, oh, this is my big my big chance to make myself famous by going after President Trump because I hate him and I think everybody else does as well. He under he underestimated the value of President Trump's properties that he was taking a loan out on to to purchase. The banks reviewing the purchase said, wait a minute, we we find this to be a good investment. We're going to lend President Trump the money because our actuaries did the job and we think and, and they evaluated these assets and found them to be worthy of a loan. So nobody was a victim here. There was no crime here because there was no victim. But Judge Angoron, not only did he pass down this $350 million judgment against President Trump, he forbade President Trump and the, the Trump businesses from doing business in New York for three years. And I've got something to say about that as well. But here's Katie Turr and her evaluation. Listen to this on MSNBS. You know, I'm looking for um, a little bit of reporting that the Associated Press did regarding um, these sorts of decisions, these sorts of investigations, these trials. I'm just not finding it in this pile of papers that I have in front of me. But basically, they said they went back um, over 70 years and uh, looked at all the cases that have been tried under this this uh, rule, 36 or 6312, which is used here, which doesn't have to show harm done. It's not the that's not the burden. You don't have to show that anybody was hurt by your practices. There's nobody you defrauded specifically. Um, but they went back and they looked at cases over 70 years. I believe it was about 150 cases and found that there was no case where there was a ban on doing business. Yeah. Folks, Judge Angoron, uh, 70 years, 150 cases of precedence. He just ignored all that because he hates President Trump. And he believes, and because he's got the power, because we stupidly continue to fund individuals who abuse us. Thank you, Republican Party. Uh, This guy said, yep, I I, I hate Trump, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want because who's going to stop me? Where there wasn't harm shown. So even though the, the, the threshold is harm shown, in the past, it has only been used to ban someone doing business when it's been shown that somebody was hurt. Say you're selling cosmetics that, that, that are poisoning you. There's somebody that was hurt there. The cosmetics company gets banned. Is this fair to go after Donald Trump like this in this environment? When you've got Katie Turr at MSNBS asking about the fairness of this, it is, folks, it is a clear sign that they've gone too far. When the left wing, as much as they despise President Trump, when committed left wingers go, whoa, wait a minute, we, we may have jumped the shark on this one. We're going too far. This is no longer America. This is something else. Now, there, there have been plenty of ramifications for what Judge Ngoron did. Of course, it is widely accepted this is going to be appealed and it will be overturned on appeal because it's, as, as stated, it's absolutely outlandish. No precedent for it whatsoever. There's no justice here. But 
the people of New York who are represented by Judge Angoran are are starting to feel the ramifications. I said on the Newsmax show that if I were President Trump, I would shut down, shut down every business I have in New York. I would divest out of New York. If I were a business in New York, I would now now that it's open lawfare and anybody doing business, you dis, you disagree with the leftist, and they're going to say, well, we're going to start slapping judgments against you for $350 million and prohibiting you from doing business. We're going to wipe out your companies because you went against a left winger. I mean, seriously, I would shutter my businesses and I'd move, I'd tip the hell out of New York right now. Get out. There is a story in the New York post. Trump loving truckers are saying they're going to refuse to drive to New York after former president Trump was slapped with this $355 million fine and judgment last week. You know what? You people in New York want to support this debauchery, this weaponization of the law against free speech, this weaponization of of law to take out the left wing's political opponents. Go right ahead. But you're you're going to do it without us. See if you can de- if you guys want to deliver your own groceries, deliver your own goods. Fine. We're going to refuse to to haul it. Going to refuse. No nobody's safe in New York, folks. If you disagree with the leftists, go ahead and move your business to New York. I'm sorry, if you, if you agree with leftists, go move your business to New York. If you disagree with leftists and you want the ability to have the freedom to disagree with leftists, then leave New York and leave California and leave Illinois. And then there's another story that just came out. I don't know if you guys, this didn't get a lot of reportage, but I think it's right in line with what we're talking about. Now, Mark Stein, as you all remember, conservative host, you've seen him on Fox. He used to fill in for Rush Limbaugh quite frequently. Now, he has been in this, well, for lack of a better term, pissing match with Michael Mann, Penn State's climate scientist alarmist. And Mark Stein agreed partially with somebody else's opinion and was found liable for a million dollars. And, well, as you all know, Michael Mann was the one who authored this controversial hockey stick model that has been used by the United Nations, basically costing uh, people all over the globe billions and billions and billions of dollars with it giving legitimacy to the man-made global warming religion, as I've called it. And Mark Stein was citing an opinion from somebody else who, by the way, didn't get hit with a hefty as a fine. The original purveyor of the opinion didn't get hit with 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 as much as a fine as Mark Stein did. Now, just to give you some background, Michael Mann co-wrote a paper in 1999 using tree ring data as a proxy for temperature to show that over the last thousand years, temperatures declined slightly until 1960 when they dramatically spiked up. The IPCC featured man's work prominently in 2001. And of course, there have been subsequent challenges to this. Some people believe that the spike in temperature was the cause of the rise of CO2 and not the other way around. But it's a debate. And we used to be able to have these debates. Not anymore. The problem was hundreds of scientists highly critical of man's work. Stephen McIntyre, for one, 
an Oxford-educated PhD in mathematics, published several papers, one in the same journal that published Mann's original paper, concluding that Mann's results lacked statistically significant, uh, statistical significance. And worse, he showed Mann's data manipulation. It's so strong that a hockey stick is nearly always generated from trendless red noise. For McIntyre's efforts, Mann called him a professional liar, a denier for hire, a heinous climate villain, a barely perceptible stain, a horrible person, and a white supremacist. Comments like this were not isolated. Professor Emeritus Judith Curry, whom Mann called a climate denier, testified that Mann violated norms of science and codes of professional conduct repeatedly and egregiously. A few years later, emails were leaked from the University of East Anglia. One email read, let's use Mike's trick to hide the decline, to hide the decline. Man's data trick would come to be known as climate gate. The tree ring data showed decreasing temperatures after 1960, not increasing temperatures, according to this write up in LifeSite News. Man had removed the post-1960 tree ring data, replacing it with temperature data, and smoothed the curve to give the appearance of a hockey stick. The backlash was immediate and devastating. Berkeley professor Richard Muller presented a lecture to his students rebuking man's work. They deceived the scientists and deceived the public. The justification for inserting temperature data would not have survived peer review in any journal I'm willing to publish. I'm willing to publish in. You're not allowed to do this in science. The climate gate scandal prompted Penn State man's employers to launch an independent investigation that ultimately cleared man of manipulating data, deleting records and hampering scientific discourse. Notoriously, Penn State had cleared football coach Gary Sandusky of sexual misconduct with young boys in the locker room, only to have the FBI bring charges that landed not only Sandusky in prison, but for his part in the cover-up, University President Graham Spanier as well. Mann's investigators were about to censure him until Spanier insisted on Mann's exoneration. Shortly afterwards, Stein's co-defendant, a man by the name of Rand Simberg, would pen the statement that led the jury to find him liable for defamation. Now, here's the statement. Quote, Man could be said to be the Jerry Sandusky of climate science, except for instead of molesting children, he has molested and tortured data, end quote. Now, for quoting this, remember, Mark Stein quoted Rand Simberg, didn't claim credit for it, just said, this is what Rand Simberg said. Stein was found liable for quoting Simberg with this comment. Here's what Mark Stein said, quote, not sure I'd have extended that metaphor all the way into the locker room showers with quite the zeal Mr. Simberg does, but he has a point, end quote. Stein added that man was, quote, the man behind the fraudulent climate change hockey stick graph, the very ringmaster of the three ring, the tree ring circus, end quote. Now, my understanding is Rand Simberg was only fined $1,000. Mark Stein, however, was ordered to pay, well, damages of $1 for one portion of this lawsuit. 
but staggering punitive damages of $1 million. Now, what is this going to do to scientific discourse? If you get a left-wing scientist who puts out something, who doesn't want to be challenged, oh, well, if, if another of my peers decides to call out my work, I'm just going to sue them. And what is this going to do to scientific discourse? Let's just, let, me, let me just give you an example. What if the original quote-unquote scientist who theorized the earth was flat, what if this mechanism were available back then that anybody that would challenge the idea that the earth was flat, well, they'd be ruined. Well, actually, this actually did happen. There, there were those in the, in the church at the time that, that thought this idea of the earth being round as something controversial. People were, were labeled heretics and their lives destroyed, literally sometimes, because of this mentality. And this is where our nation is heading if we don't put a stop to the, to the, to the blatant attack on free speech. The, the ability to say, wait a minute, I disagree with what you're saying, or I've got uh, countervening data, or wait a minute, you didn't dot that I or cross that T here. Can we discuss it? Oh, no, 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 no. Any suggestion that we discuss anything, we're going to sue the pants off of you. Folks, this is dangerous. And it can't stand. More discussions on lawfare coming up on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy. And your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears, those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and there are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Do you support the sanctity of life? Our military, our veterans, our first responders? Well, so does Patriot Mobile. They have great discounts for all of those folks, plus you multi-line users out there. But that's not where Patriot Mobile stops. They continue their support by donating millions every single year to conservative causes that you and I care about. And if that isn't enough to get you to switch, how's about the fact that Patriot Mobile isn't limited to just one network? They have all three major carriers. That means they provide an industry-leading coverage guarantee. Need more reasons to switch? When you go to patriotmobile.com storm and you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support me. So you get great value, support the causes you love, and keep your liberty-loving Latino's voice independent, all for making the switch and putting your hard-earned money that you're already spending to work at battling the woke. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or go to patriotmobile.com storm. Use the promo code STORM. Storm. That gets you free activation. 972-PATRIOT and PatriotMobile.com slash Storm. The establishment media is out of touch with the real things real Texans care about. Real news for real Texans. That's what Texas Scorecard does every day. Learn more and subscribe for free. TexasScorecard.com slash Chris.
We have a, a big conversation to get into with former acting attorney general of the United States under President Donald J. Trump, Matthew Whitaker. Mr. Whitaker, welcome to the program. Hey, Chris. Good to be with you, my friend. I wanted to talk with you about several things going on, and there's there's so much in the legal realm to talk about. First off, this report that came out by three actual journalists talking about how they have it confirmed now. It was John Brennan, along with uh, basically colluding with foreign intelligence officials from the Five Eyes group. Uh, this is uh, Australia, Great Britain. Uh, what is it? Sweden and others. Uh, no, the English speaking, the English, the English speaking so five eyes. Yeah. New Zealand, Australia, U.S. There you and, go. And Britain. There yep. you go. So these folks colluded to spy on the Trump campaign, which is illegal. Two questions for you. Number one, why hasn't this after seven years been investigated? Number two, why is not anybody in jail for including Mr. Brennan for breaking the law? Well, this is one of the many frustrations, Chris, as I travel the country with folks. I mean, I, I think, you know, each each card that's been played in the whole Russian collusion hoax has been uh, a, a broader conspiracy than ever, anyone could have imagined. And I think a lot of folks, you know, whether it was me at the Department of Justice for the time when I was there or whether it was Rick Grinnell at DNI or, you know, you just could go through all the people um that had a piece or a part of this that couldn't connect the dots because of the you know sophistication with which people like Clapper and Brennan and Comey and others had executed this plan. It's you know it's just it, it was hard to connect all these dots uh, based on how they had originated it. But yeah, this is I mean this this is incredibly damning that um, and that this they would try to essentially create a uh, false flag that then would cause, you know, these these downstream consequences, including a well, special counsel being appointed and, you know, the President Trump's first two years being so disrupted by uh, the chaos that was created by it. So true. And, folks, the chaos that the Attorney General is talking about is the, the Russia collusion hoax, which was proven in the end to be a hoax. And I think the only person who saw jail time from it was a was a low-ranking lawyer who I understand is getting his license back. You've got to be kidding me. He spent six months in the clink for essentially undermining the the choice of the of the people of the United States, the president of the United States. I don't understand how leftist Marxist socialists can get away with something like this. Can in a system that's supposed to be fair and free? How does this happen? Chris, I mean that's you know equally my my frustration as well. You know, I I left the Department of Justice when Bill Barr took over, and so you know didn't have you know access to sort of the second half of the Trump administration. But you know what you know what I know to be true is that you know Bob Mueller and his team concluded very early on that there was no coordination between the Russian government and the Trump campaign, and really that should have ended it. Um, right there. And, you know, instead, it was an unguided missile that, you know, brought, you know, took on people like Roger Stone and others, uh, Paul Manafort, you know, and all the, all this, you know, you remember, it was just, it was a, it was a giant whirling dervish that just was um, wreaking havoc uh, with anybody that happened to be associated with Trump. And, you know, they get a full 
examination, if you will, um, to see if they had done anything wrong, whether it was related to Russia or, you know, anything else. So it just was, uh, you know, it, it's exactly the problem that we have with the special counsel uh, in its appointment. I think, you know, this is, if there was ever a time for reform of that piece at the Department of Justice, um, I think it's now. However, you know, we're talking about a broader intelligence community problem, you know, that, you know, it's not just the Department of Justice and the FBI. It is, you know, things like the CIA, things like, uh, you know, the, the Director of National Intelligence and, uh, you know, the military. I mean, it, it is, it, there's, we have massive uh, challenges in that piece and, and, the, and the unelected bureaucrats that oftentimes staff and run these, these places, um, you know, it's got to, you know, in the next Trump administration has to be rooted out by, um, you know, just uh, uh, unending attention to fixing those problems. Yes. This, I mean, this is just, you know, these sophisticated actors like Comey, Clapper, Brennan just were able to manipulate it. Uh, almost without their fingerprints on it, and now we're finally finding their fingerprints all over it, as we as we suspected, but I don't think we could confirm. There has to be a complete house cleaning. It has it has to happen, or we're not going to be the United States of America anymore. Which I believe the gentleman you mentioned—that's their aim, that's their goal. You mentioned Mother Russia, and uh, Putin's chief rival Navalny is dead, uh, yeah. and we don't know exactly when that happened, but he died in prison, of course. And uh, that's that's the way they do things over in Mother Russia. And now we hear that uh, special counsel David Weiss, probably one of the most worthless individuals on the planet. He he is now charging the individual who provided information on FBI 1023 against Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. (laughs) They're now arresting this man, Alexander Smirnov, uh, age 43. They're arresting him for providing false information to the FBI after all this time. And it just, my first observation is, wow, jail your political opponents. What is your reaction to this? Yeah, remember, I mean, this is a source uh, for the FBI. I think, I believe he's a paid source, uh, someone that had access uh, to certain people and and just would report every, you know, so often what Mm -hmm. he was hearing. And, uh, you know, this is going to have certainly a chilling effect on the collection of intelligence uh, if we start going after our sources uh, for intelligence and the people that, you know, give us, you know, visibility as to what's happening in the uh, former Soviet Union. So um, I, I don't I don't know enough about, to be honest with you, I just read this this morning in the journal, and I, I don't have enough information to know exactly the facts. But, you know, certainly uh, the political damage uh, that was caused by this report uh, certainly, you know, embarrassed. Uh, the FBI and others, and so I think they, you know, they, you know, they're human beings, and I, I you know, I, I obviously we can't, people can't break their law, but you know, we should also. Um, well, wait a minute. Do you, judging by the the level of corruption you and I have just been talking about across the CIA, across the the FBI, the Department of Injustice, well, is there room to say, wait a minute, this sounds like a trumped up charge? No pun intended. This sounds like a trumped-up charge to run political cover for Joe Biden and and to stop his detractors or those who would inform on what they know about him to stop them from talking. Yeah, no, this is my point, Chris. I, I just don't know enough to know enough. And so Understood. Uh, there's Understood. obviously a line um, that we need to know 
where this falls, whether this is just someone reporting what they had heard mm-hmm. or whether this is somebody that actually made up a falsehood. And, okay. uh, you know, and so that's, that's where I think the line is and we got to figure out, you know, and I, I don't know, you know, just based on today's story, I don't know enough, but, you know, certainly, um, what you say could be a valid criticism. I mean, there, the, the, the political embarrassment, uh, this last summer over this revelation and, you know, my home state Senator Chuck Grassley was all over this, uh, 1023 and, and what it contained, uh, certainly did damage and helped further, you know, the, the corrupt Biden family, which they are. I mean, you know, this, this, this does not take away, uh, so many other things, uh, Burisma, you know, CFTC mm-hmm. and all the other, you know, connections between Ukraine, China, Romania and other countries that Hunter Biden was doing business. Former Attorney General Matt Whitaker, our guest right now, folks, here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Let's talk about these as we are talking about Vladimir Putin's political opposition dying in prison. Let's talk about uh, some of these cases against President Trump. Uh, The classified documents case really have Americans, because of the Her report, have Americans running for the exits uh, who are Democrats, no longer supporting Joe Biden because he was declared incompetent to stand trial, but the, but the Democrats are saying, well, no, he's perfectly competent to uh, face, uh, to to run the country. But let's 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 talk about the law and what it says about classified documents. They're prosecuting President Trump, who had every right to have classified documents. They're prosecuting him. Uh, but Joe Biden, who never had any right to any of these classified documents, as a senator or vice president, they're saying he will not be prosecuted because somebody might find him uh, forgetful or uh, some sort of uh, uh, mentally incompetent. Can you tell me? Oh, and here's the other difference, Mr. Attorney General. They're also saying because Joe Biden gave up willingly all of his you know, 40 plus years of stealing documents, he gave it all up willingly. It's it's okay, but because President Trump claimed that he had rights to these documents that he declassified, he says, then that's what's going to put Trump behind bars. Can you tell me the legal predicate of, oh, all you got to do is cooperate and you get off? Yeah, and don't forget, President Trump has a very legitimate Presidential Records Act uh, argument as well. So um, it's hard to explain. I mean, you know, it's again, we're back in sort of Hillary Clinton land where, um, no reasonable prosecutor would bring this case, even though there were significant violations of the law. Um, you know, it is not, um, you don't get to get out of jail free card just because you cooperated or once you were caught, you decided to, you know, turn over the ill-gotten gains. I mean, let's remember, you know, these were documents that uh, uh, then Senator Biden took out of the Senate skiff. These are documents that Vice President Biden uh, just from the White House in order to uh, bolster his uh, opposition to the surge in Afghanistan under President Obama. And, you know, so this is an intentional act. This was something that he, in 2017, after he left the White House, he realized he had. He said it to his uh, uh, ghostwriter for his book that he, you know, found the documents in his basement. Uh, didn't turn them over then. Certainly, you know, the clock was ticking then that he discovered them and knew he wasn't supposed to have them. So, uh, the, you know, the, the her report, while, you know, certainly points out everything we already know, which is he's a doddering old man, um, you know, doesn't mean that um, he gets, you know, he should get a free uh, pass. Now, obviously, the Department of Justice has a policy that you don't, uh, can't prosecute a sitting 
president uh, until he leaves office. And, uh, you know, Mr. Herr, who I worked with um, while I was at the Department of Justice, uh, understood that uh, in addition to the policy that he just, you know, was going to have a hard time convincing a Washington, D.C. jury, uh, you know, this 95 percent Joe Biden voters uh, that they should convict <laughs> Joe Biden. And that's the problem with the modern uh, system of American justice. I think we've talked about this before, Chris, on your TV show. You know, it just it is uh, a modern reality that there is no uh, justice, uh, especially in Washington, D.C. Donald Trump is finding that with this uh, Judge Chutkin and then any jury that he might ultimately face yep. is going to be very hostile. And, and, and that that is not uh, fundamental fairness under the American system of justice. You know, they should be willing to take this case to, let's say, West Virginia or somewhere that, you know, is more friendly to Donald Trump and actually try to prove this in a place um, that, you know, would give some level of fairness. But, you know, that's what that's what the railroad job is on this whole uh, on all these on all these cases. But well, the the, I, the last case I wanted to discuss with you is what we're going to we're going to skip Alvin Bragg because even Democrats mm-hmm. are saying New York's Alvin Bragg's case is absolute. It's it's creating a felony out of a misdemeanor, a, a, a state misdemeanor. It's basically turning a, a creating a felony out of unicorn poop and fairy dust. And so we're not even Alvin Bragg's contention is just so it's going to be thrown out. It's an embarrassment to even Democrats. So let's talk about Fannie Willis down in Georgia. <laughs> Yesterday, she's on the stand. and I don't know how much of this trial that you watched, but she is now defend because she's she's an unethical, typical Democrat. Here she is. Uh, and this is a very brief sound, but I just want you to listen to it because now her ethics are being called into question, which is also calling in to question the validity of the entire case she's brought against Trump. Listen to this. Your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when Mr. Wade. Well, no, no, no. Look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. But she is. She is on trial. She, she Her ethics are on trial. Yes? Yeah. And I, you know, like a lot of Americans, uh, I watched the whole thing yesterday. And, um, you know, it was pretty clear what was going on is that they, you know, had a relationship uh, it but they, they were the, the the sad thing and play this forward, Chris, is that both of these, Mr. Wade and uh, the the DA Willis, are both going to be in significant trouble as they've because now they're under oath, laying out a story that, as it was pretty obvious, was just not a believable story, but it was the only story that they could make up in order <laughs> to save their skin yesterday. Yeah. she's back on the stand today. Yes. Uh, this this hearing is going to continue today. Uh, more must-watch TV, and um, you know, I think it's I think it's pretty clear. Not only is it unethical, but it's pretty clear they had an illegal uh, business relationship where she was, you know, uh, giving him a pretty lucrative contract of six, seven hundred thousand dollars to do to be the lead prosecutor in this case, and then that they were taking lavish trips to places like Aruba, Belize, cruises, uh, Napa Valley. Wine pairings with caviar and champagne. I mean, it was it was pretty uh, pretty incredible. And then you know somehow they split those expenses because she paid him back uh, in cash. You know, and if and if he needed a you know a, a, a G large, I can't remember the exact you know <laughs> phrasing. It was just it was it was just it was it was a fascinating well, um, look into just how incompetent 
really she was and how unqualified right. to be the major you know, county DA. It's, it's fascinating to see how unqualified Democrats are, how entitled Democrats are. And what makes this so unique is that it is the only example I can find of a high profile Democrat that's actually coming close to facing justice. And all the, and this isn't even a full blown trial. This is this is just trying to determine whether or not she's ethical enough to have to have properly created a case against President Trump. And by all indications, She's not. Uh, Matthew Whitaker, former Attorney General of the United States. Sir, we appreciate the time as always. All right. Thanks for your time. I always enjoy my friends in Texas. And thank you, sir. That's going to do it, everybody, for the Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me a favor. Visit a couple of websites, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. That's where you track down big news in Texas and me, including our social media hookups. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends. The school year can bring unexpected challenges for families and their teenagers. If you're looking for support, Meridel Achievement Center can help. They empower your teen with the tools to manage depression, anxiety, anger, trouble at home or school, or with signs of autism. Meridel Achievement Center helps the whole family see and feel lasting results. You know your teen is capable of great things. Help them today. Most insurances and TRICARE accepted. Learn more at Meridel.com. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-L-L.com. Hello, Saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com slash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. 